Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to Alice in Hollywood. That's the name of the podcast that we have and that you are listening to. You picked a good one. So sit back and enjoy. Today we're going to be talking about your favorite DJs. DJs. And yeah. their indiscretions. And bad bad behavior. Bad behavior. Yeah. Jen just came up with a zinger for this. Do you want to say it? <laughs> Electronic dance molesters. There we go. <laughs> we'll see if that one sticks. We'll see if it makes it to the to the Apple. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna titles. allow us to <laughs> Yeah. They might we might end up getting shadow banned, but That's okay. We'll see. So we are gonna talk about two DJs. One of which I had never even heard of before. I hadn't either. This episode, but this is wow. not my world. The first one we're gonna talk about is Diplo, which to clarify, I didn't even really understand what he did. Yeah. I just like knew I the like name. knew of him. Yeah. And that maybe he was involved with Major Laser. Oh, yeah. But I didn't even really know what Major Laser was. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to these guys, I'm like, are they creating what do they do? The music? Are they producing I think it? they produce they... music, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Diplo, I guess he's also a songwriter. Good for him. Not sure what he's written. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, wow, they did not do their research no. for this one. We did, okay? We did, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> and so, then after we talk about Diplo, we're going to be talking about Bass Nectar, who I had never heard never of. Never had but, heard of him. But now know way too much about. So we're in for another two-parter. We are enjoying the two-parters because we can delve deeper. Yeah. And we want to bring abyss. you guys all the... All the info that we find. All the info, all the gory details. So, you know, Diplo has created mixes and produced with huge stars such as Justin Bieber. Nicki Minaj. Bummer, because I love her. Yeah. Well, maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't know. But yeah, I guess that's what he's really known for and Major Lazer. But, you know, Diplo has gotten himself into some hot water over the years. And that's been for abusing and being sexually involved with underaged black women or women of color he's got a specific type that part really freaks me out because yeah. it feels like a power dynamic yeah whenever someone has yeah. like a very specific type like that like a specific yeah. age or race i'm like who are you projecting what are you bringing into this relationship i'm i'm just not sure it's 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 weird so first of all i didn't know this but he was in a relationship with m.i.a Who's Sri Lankan. Yeah. They met kind of serendipitously, from what I could understand. Uh, she was pretty unknown at the time. They met at like a club in London. And they connected. And they both loved film. And they instantly started collaborating on music together. And then, consequently, touring together. I did not know that he worked on Paper Planes. Yeah, so that was their collaboration with another DJ called DJ Switch. Wow, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> and that song was actually nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, that song was everywhere. It was everywhere. And they dated for a while. It was from like 2003 until 2008. So kind of a long relationship for him. It's five years, yeah. Yeah, and for her. But, you know, she's been pretty open about how their relationship already had this weird jealousy power dynamic 
yeah to it she told rolling stone back in 2015 so yeah she's so kind of recently this. yeah ish she said quote when i got signed by interscope he literally smashed my hotel room and broke all the furniture because he was so angry i got picked up by a major label that is a Red normal flag. response <laughs> That is a normal, loving response. Yeah, of course. To your success, MIA. Yes. She also said that, like, he would frequently go into, in quotes, fits of rage. Which is exactly what it sounds like this was. And that he told her that her music was terrible and that she should not have ever been anything but an underground artist. That's so mean. Rude. And honestly, you know what? I knew at least one MIA song. I couldn't I don't tell know you one Diplo song. Any Diplo songs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the only thing I ever knew about Diplo was that he had very inappropriate relationships with underage girls, which not a great claim to fame. <laughs> oh, and then not, he went. Not the best calling card. <laughs> he also went to um, Burning Man this year. I saw that. And I was like, of course. Great. I'm, That's sure, all he, I knew. I'm sure he had a great time, what with all the flooding. Well, you and I were in college around the kind of peak of EDM culture. So I was like the black sheep in my friend group where they would just like go to what what were those things? Uh, EDC and things like yes, that. Yes. Yeah. And they'd be like Diplo this. And I'd be like, who? Yeah. I only had like one friend that was into Tiesto, who? To EDM and her and I would just talk about other things. You know what I mean? I literally had no idea. So it's already just not good. And this is a quote as well. From that Rolling Stone interview. By the time that height of my fame was happening to me, I was with Diplo and he basically just shat on every good thing that was happening to me. And I just didn't enjoy it because if I was on the cover of a magazine, he'll be like, what do you want to do? Like be on the dentist waiting room table? Like, is that what a magazine is for? It's corny. Like, don't do magazines. He's just, Who cares? Make your money. Yeah, he's just... And honestly, it's you can tell it's all like jealousy and power. I'm sure he's been on magazine covers. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a jealousy thing. Like, she is successful, so he wants to put down that success, put her back in her place. Keeping her you know? small. Yeah, exactly. When, in fact, the song that they collaborated on together for her album is what kind of shot him into superstardom. Yeah. Even in this next quote that we have from her, she says, it's only now when I look back at it in 2015, I can see that he was just jealous and he couldn't wait to be Taylor Swift's best friend and date Katy Perry. But at that time, I believed him. I just felt like he was right and he was something of a political, righteous person with some values. I didn't realize it was just jealousy. That actually the life that I had and the story that I had told through my music and the connections I had with people in the music industry and the connections that I made in the streets of London or around the planet and me being the way I am and my personality, that is what made me make that record. It was really stupid for me to put all that hard work in and evolve as a human being for 25 years and then on the 27th year meet this guy and just give him the batch of controlling it. I think that's what happens to women, you know? You fall in love and shit happens. I know it's insane. This was his recent response to this. I hadn't seen her in five years. Nothing she said is a lie. I was really jealous and sad and probably mad when she signed to a major label. I had a lot of control when we started and I was really proud of the music that we made. The label promised her 
all of these people to work with. And I was like, but your thing is this. So he's admitting to being controlling. Yeah. And (laughs) jealous and taking it out on her for sure. But anyway, that doesn't mean he changes. Of course not. Because immediately after that, Azalea Banks starts talking about her relationship with Diplo. And, you know, Azalea is very outspoken about a lot of things. Yeah. I'm not going to get into her personality, but she's recently come out and said that she had an inappropriate relationship with Diplo as well. Oh, boy. So she alleges that Diplo reached out to her on MySpace when she was just 17 years old and he would have been 29. And then he made it clear to her that he would and could use her body in exchange for musical exposure. Anyway. She, I didn't realize that she has a podcast before this, but... Yeah, she I did. Guess, yeah. She talked about it on that. So on her podcast, she said that she had to give him young P-word to get exposure. P-word. And, that, <laughs> and that he constantly preyed on young ethnic girls. We're trying to keep this PG. somewhat... PG. Somewhat. We don't get shadow banned. Yeah. <laughs> And she says that he pressured her into having sex with him by promising musical beats, which we already kind of said. She also claimed that he would leave her in the hotel room alone and wouldn't even allow her to order anything to eat. I was very confused when I was called by Vibe magazine and being told that I was going to be on the cover with Diplo. I don't even have any Diplo songs. Do any of us even know any Diplo records? No. Th- and that's This woman hilarious. only speaks the truth. That's so funny of her to say. I mean, that was later. And I think she was like, wow, I'm going to be reunited with this person that abused me when I was underaged. I can't believe he didn't let her order food. How cheap are you? I know. Let her get a burger. There was someone else. Who else did we talk about? Maybe it was Kevin Spacey that would do the same thing where he would like trap like young men in his hotel room and like order room service for himself and like not feed them. So mean. Yeah. It's just like a weird. It's the weird least you could do. Form of like torture and control. <laughs> so ridiculous. They're like no fries for you. Yeah. And this is what she said on her podcast as well. Do you know the types of terrible effing things Diplo used to do to me when I was 17 and broke? You don't know your right foundation color yet and all the type of S word like that. I was such a little. There's a lot of curse words in this. <laughs> I'll move on. Do you know the type of effing like racist demeaning S word that that N word would do to me? Wow. She really goes for it. She really did. Yeah. He took this Polaroid photo of me which I guess then, when you're like 18, you think it's cool, sentimental things. That picture has kind of been floating around of my stuff from state to state. And you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I don't believe in throwing pictures of myself out there. I looked at the photo the other day, and I can just see all of the sadness in this little girl's eyes. It's really sad. That's really sad. So it's crazy that these two pretty famous women are speaking out against Diplo and have been for years. And it it doesn't really, like, get any traction. I mean, I had to kind of dig for this. Yeah. I had no idea that he had dated MIA. She even says that the record label, she implies that people from the record label kind of knew what was going on and they didn't do anything about it. And she says, when you sign these kids and they're like 16, 17, 18, there's another set of responsibilities that you have to take on. You can't just leave them out there like that. Right. And that's like a good 
point, like she's so young and she's all these things are happening to her within view of these adults that are supposed right. to be responsible for managing her and her career. Yeah. And they're just kind of looking the other way. Yeah. Not good. She said nobody from XL was there to just interject. I'm sorry, but record labels when you sign these kids. Yeah. I mean, you just said this. It's crazy. She was so young. Yeah. And it sounds like this was kind of an open secret or has been within the industry for years. Like I found these old Lord tweets and I guess what Diplo had tweeted in 2014 was someone should make a Kickstarter to get Taylor Swift a booty. It's just already inappropriate. Why do you even care? Listen, I am not a fan of Taylor Swift. I don't I, I don't I don't care at all. I, I, I'm not I have no like opinion on her really but do i need to tweet that she needs to get a booty like where do you get off even saying something like that and also this he tweeted that in 2014 and correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't she still in her eating disorder at that point exactly and she talks about that around that time and then he actually followed up with a link to a fundraising site like what a troll that's like just imagine and again like i'm not like a huge fan of hers either but i can't imagine being like in the throes of like body dysmorphia like that and having someone bully you to this extent this publicly and she was like she's our age so she was probably 24 at the time that's sad it's pretty young anyway so i guess lord kind of clapped back (laughs) and replied should we do something about your tiny penis while we're at it hmm love Love that that. queen (laughs) oh amazing And then he had to say this about, in quotes, social media. People hold you accountable for your Twitter in such a strange way. It's not real life. Sarcasm doesn't come through on social media. Was that sarcastic? I thought it was just mean. I didn't know that creating an actual Kickstarter and then tweeting out the link to millions of people was sarcasm. Oh, you're right. Sorry. My bad. I didn't get it. Yeah. It wasn't funny. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. I don't know. His bullying has just been going on for years. Like, I don't know, just tweeting inappropriate things. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And then just like. So far, his responses to all these things have just been like, yeah, whatever. I was just sad and jealous. I mean, oh, well, or like, oh, it's just sarcasm. Like everyone's overreacting. Just social media. It's not real. But like, it is real, my guy. Yeah. It lives forever on the Internet. It's real. Yeah, like anyway. millions of people saw it and probably laughed at her. And that's like, it's mean. That's traumatic to do to someone. <sighs> so let's get into his assault timeline. This oh, is where it gets heavy. Getting worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff was nuts. So, as we had already mentioned before, it kind of seems like he has this pattern of going for underage women, especially women of color. He tweeted in June of 2010. God, he should just stay off Twitter. He wrote, quote, <laughs> should. girls born in the 90s. I have to stop sleeping with you. Stop it. <laughs> Which many deemed problematic considering he was in his 30s while the women he was referring to would have just turned 20. And someone else dug up an old tweet of his where he said, Loki sent my CV for R. Kelly's sex cult membership. That was in 2017. That wasn't that long ago. That was six years ago. What is his PR person doing where he's just like, 
at some point he needs to be like, my guy, you got to stay off Twitter and you got to stop talking Does- about sex and women on, right. on Twitter. <laughs> Which I'm like, does he even have a PR team? <laughs> like, if- Typically, <laughs> your PR team takes care of your social media, so... Yeah, they got to change his passwords if so. <laughs> they have to lock him out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right off the bat, this woman, Quinlan Blackwell, famous on TikTok, she revealed in 2020 that she was living with Diplo during oh the my pandemic. God. She was 19 and he was 41. Right. So people on TikTok immediately like took to this and were like, I'm worried about you with good reason. I think at first she was kind of coy about who she was staying with. Yeah. And then like consequently afterwards was posting videos. All of those videos are basically gone and scrubbed from her account. I couldn't really find any. Mm -hmm. But this was something that she said. I live with Diplo right now and he fully supports my endeavors. She said in a statement at the time that would go viral, citing their 22 year year age difference many were concerned that the two had begun a romantic relationship she says i'm an adult i'm not being groomed platonic relationships exist i've been living here for over a year i'd rather break both of my legs and be forced to walk than pursue diplo romantically and he'd rather choke he's barely in la because he's so busy diplo has given me the opportunity and the security to create diplo and his team are my mentors in LA and they are my safety net. Diplo and his team have saved me from numerous times from the weirdos in LA. My parents trust him. I trust him. Y'all are making me feel icky. Diplo is my LA dad. Nothing more. I mean, it's making me feel icky. Yeah, you can't tell me that this man who has admitted to being attracted to teenagers, people under 20, would rather choke, she claims then sleep with her as a 19 I highly doubt it. That just, it's not, the math is not mathing. It's not, it's not working out. And then, despite saying all that, she does move out. Yeah, because I think eventually something did go south. She made a video in which she initially was asked to come out when she was 17. So he had asked her to come live with him when she was underaged. And she said that she felt, in quotes, owned by him ew he constantly told her their souls were in sync love bombing manipulation it, it took two years for quen to realize the severity of what had happened she left the house yeah so that whole time that she was insisting i'm an adult i'm not being groomed it's platonic everything's fine he was manipulating her and she was probably trying to convince herself everything was fine as as much as everybody else and Clearly, it wasn't fine. There were a bunch of TikTok videos that she made, like, not naming him and discussing her experience, but I also could not find many of those. She's basically just scrubbed all of this from her page. I mean, she still has a very big, prominent following. So good for her. But, I mean, this is terrifying. Why would you go live with... I mean, I don't want to blame her, but it is insane that he's gotten away with this. So let's talk about Shelley. the the big one, Shelly. Shelly August, an influencer. Yeah. This one's pretty bad because she did end up suing Diplo for sexual battery, fraud, and defamation. This was back in 2020. So this was around 
when Gwen was living with Diplo, she then sued Shelly, then sued Diplo. Mm, the timelines yeah. kind of overlap. Yeah, yeah. So she said that Diplo had groomed her as a teen. And then the DJ went on later to sue her for stalking, defamation, and assault. Sure, the countersuing makes you look really innocent. <laughs> I love that. The countersuing. <laughs> she has nothing. What would she get out of this? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So then she went on a podcast recently. So this was in August of 2023. And she kind of discussed what happened amid their legal battle. She she clearly has nothing to gain from this situation. I guess the podcast was called Let's Get Into It, in case anybody's interested in watching or listening to it. And she said that she felt like she was intimidated and silenced for two years from his team kind of using not manipulation tactics, but kind of harassment tactics to like shut her up. So let's get into how they met. So he reached out to her over Twitter DM and asked for her Snapchat. So once again, he's like sliding (laughs) into the DMs on the various social media. This is a grown man asking for a Snapchat. Yep. Okay. She was still in high school. Yep. When they started talking. He was 36. She was 17. And of course, as soon as she gives him her Snapchat, he starts requesting nudes and sending her explicit content of his own. And then it got even like more manipulative and controlling because he would like say, oh, that's not a not a nude. That's not what I want. And started like requesting that she use certain undergarments or lingerie, certain poses so he could see. I'm not going to get into what, but I think he wanted more explicit content. And then that even escalated. And this is something that multiple women have spoken about is that Diplo records their I don't know. His sessions. Encounters yes. Encounters. With other women. With other women. And then sends them to other women. Yeah. One of these women was someone that we are going to talk about after this. Yeah. Her name is Genitou. Is that? I think that's how you say it. Okay. I'm not sure. So after several months of this, he pressures her into meeting up. Yeah. I saw the text and he was just constantly... Asking her to go to Vegas, like, all the time. (laughs) And she was like, I'm in school. She's still underage at this point. Exactly. Like, getting on a flight to go to Vegas. At 17. (sighs) Anyway, and then in 2018, she actually moved to L.A. And then he started requesting that she come to her house in the hills. And she finally gave in and went to go meet him at his home. And this is when things go haywire, right? Yep. So she gets pretty inebriated. They have a lot of drinks. They're having wine. And then she claims that she lost her virginity to Diplo that night and that she actually made it clear to him, hey, I don't want to be recorded. But at this point, he's already sent her videos of other women. So she knows that's 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 what he does. Mm -hmm. But then he does it anyway. Of course he does. Why would he respect her? (laughs) So bad. Uh, she also reiterated more claims from her lawsuit that he'd allegedly recorded her during sex without her consent and had sent her recordings of himself having sex with others. They were talking for a long time. She started, so they started talking, like we said, at seven, when she was 17 in 2014. Right. And then by the time she moves to LA and loses her virginity to him, it's 2019. So this is five years of him manipulating her via text and snapchat and 
these like pornographic videos. And then she actually claims that he gave her chlamydia. Because that's another thing. I don't think he likes using protection during sex. But he just says, oh, I get I get tested more than a porn star. That's his that's his line. Hmm. Sure. Okay. Okay. And then she, you know, obviously was very upset about this. I think their relationship, you know, went into the crapper and then (laughs) she sued him. Good for her. And she was granted a restraining order. She was. Yes. Shortly after coming forward, revenge porn photos were leaked anonymously. And sure. she says that only she and Diplo had access to these photos. Yep. Obviously, it was him. Come on. <laughs> Just because you make a burner account doesn't mean that. Like, who, who would have access to those? But who, this is what I mean with the manipulation it? and controlling things, that uh, controlling tactics that his lawyers were using. They were trying to intimidate her so she would be silenced. Yeah. And they kept asking her to issue an apology. And on the podcast clip that I watched, she's like, what am I apologizing for? What is she apologizing she, for? He should be apologizing to, to me. I would love to know what they thought she needed to apologize for. So let's get into this woman, uh, Jenna Chu. Again, I I really don't know if we're pronouncing that correctly, but she's a very beautiful woman. She's also on TikTok. And she had been linked to so many male celebrities, Trey Songs, Chris Brown, Nick Cannon, and Diplo. Diplo, Nick Cannon, Chris Brown. That's not a great roster. It's not. <laughs> but she came out on social media and was pretty avidly saying that she had contracted HIV that led to her diagnosis of AIDS. And immediately immediately when she had put up a video, Shelly recognized her. For, as being one of the videos yes. that Diplo had sent. Yeah. Which is pretty sad, honestly. And so Jenna had been speaking about how she did not know how she had contracted the virus, uh, that she probably got it around 17, 18, and it went untreated for years. She lost a lot of weight. Very sad for her. And then she began speculating that actually Diplo had given her HIV after watching Shelly's interview. So they both made the connection, right? Yeah. So she made a TikTok where she said she had slept with Diplo and she was wondering if he had given her the virus. So his response to that, I remember when this happened, yeah, was to post a story of his STD panel saying that he was negative for HIV. Amazing. Look, I don't know if he has it or not. It's sus. Why do we even need to post that? Also, that can very easily be faked. Of course. Also, it's just really insensitive for that to be like your only response. Absolutely. It's insane. So let's get into the blinds. All right. This first one is from January 21st, 2020. This foreign-born A-list model is supposed to be in a serious relationship. This past week, she and a one-named A-list DJ had a threesome with a woman they picked up at a party. Cara Delevingne and Diplo. Calling him an A-list DJ is very generous. I had no idea what he had produced or put out. Couldn't name one song. Is he A-list? According to... According to (laughs) NT. Okay, here's another one from October 23rd, 2020. The one named A-list DJ slash music producer has a reputation for finding teens. And according to the flowering financial institution, underage teens on Instagram and hooking up with them. He is doing it again, 
But this one has talked about her mental health issues in the past. So his usual thing of dumping them after using them would be devastating to her. And that's Diplo and Azalea Banks. I love that he calls her the flowering financial institution. Very clever. October 27th, 2020. So a few days later. The A-list one named DJ slash music producer was dragged online yesterday by many more women who say the DJ groomed them while they were underage and vulnerable. Love it. Here's another one from August 23rd, 2021. The one named A-list DJ is sexting underage girls again. Diplo. Short and sweet. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, straight to the point there. (laughs) September 1st, 2021. Speaking of underage, this one named DJ who is A-list won't take his new girlfriend anywhere where they could possibly ask her for ID. I'm pretty sure she's old enough to drive, but not much older than that. Oh my God. We've seen multiple times he's gone for 17-year-olds. Yep. So here's another one from March 25th, 2022. Maybe the one named A-list DJ changed his hair color so people would stop, wouldn't so people wouldn't stop to ask him about his latest grooming victim that he started talking to when she was 16 and the day she was legal move her into his home and convinced her not to say anything until now diplo these are a lot of blinds that say the same thing (laughs) yeah march 20th 2023 the hard-to-spell model decided that she wanted to have the one-named DJ on her podcast even with all of the sexual assault allegations and revenge porn accusations against him. This doesn't even include all of the racism accusations. Did she mention any of them or ask him about them? Nope. Emily Ratajkowski and Diplo. I'm not surprised by that at all. I didn't even know she had a podcast. Unfortunately, I did. Here's another one from August 20th, 2023. So if this racist one named A slash A minus list DJ really is HIV positive, is he continuing to have unprotected sex? Sounds like he is. Diplo. That's <laughs> so bad. And that's the last blind we have about him. But great. Not great. So, you know, if you guys like Diplo, you know, maybe reconsider. Maybe reconsider. Maybe yeah. reconsider and listen to someone else. But he's still out there making music, you know, hanging out with Chris Rock, doing whatever he wants at Burning Man. No consequences. Wow. Love it. Are we surprised? Of course not. (laughs) Anyway, well, thank you so much for listening to part one. Yeah, come back for part two. We're going to be talking about Bass Nectar. Which, wow, what a name. Sorry. Where do they come up with these? Where did they come up with these? Like, Diplo, who came up with that? You're a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Yeah. What is his real name? I don't want to know. It's probably like Steven. I don't want to know. <laughs> something yeah, every, boring. Something mo- boring. Most of the time, their names are like Joshua Allen or something Stop. like that. Yeah, like Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Brian. Brian Warner. <laughs> Please rate, subscribe, and follow us, please. Yeah, write us a little review. Send us a DM. We're at Films by Cersei. Check out the other episodes. And that's it. And that's it. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.